0: Hey everyone, brand new episode of What's Good, Greg Meskel here with you. Don't forget, make sure you like, subscribe, the podcast, iTunes, Spotify. We're diving into the world of surfing here, talking with a a rising talent in the surf world, Alyssa Spencer. Alyssa, thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Now, when you read about your career, that whole term comes up a lot, you know, future star, rising talent. When, When you hear these things, what kind of comes to mind? How do you kind of handle that? that uh expectation
1: um i think really just kind of hearing those things it, it honestly makes me excited for what's to come because i guess yeah i'm one of the top juniors but it also kind of makes me a little bit of an underdog for the older girls i guess um so yeah it just it makes me really excited to you know want to perform and want to do well for myself and um yeah, I think it mostly just excites me. It doesn't make me too nervous and I don't feel too much pressure from any of that.
0: You just hit on it, but what is that balance like of, you know, obviously being at that junior level, but then also aspiring to be, to be great at that next level. How do you kind of live in those worlds together?
1: Yeah. I mean, this year is my last year as a junior surfer. So it's kind of going into that next step of, you know, hopefully making it on the world tour and kind of going for that next sort of jump. Um, but yeah, I think I just am really excited to see where everything goes and hopefully that these contests start running again and be able to have another shot at hopefully qualifying this year. And um, yeah, I think it's a really great like time in my life for me to make that step from the junior to hopefully being on tour soon. So I'm I'm just always excited for it.
0: Uh, we were talking a bit before we started, but like so many sports during the pandemic, a big shutdown, right? You were back competing this past weekend, but you went about six months without being able to, to do what you love. How did you kind of manage through that time period where you couldn't be out there competing?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a little bit of a tricky time for everyone, I think. Um, having a break from always having like constant contests was definitely nice for a little bit (laughs) but over yeah definitely probably after the first couple months i was like oh i really i really miss competing and you know that was that was my whole life for the past however many 10 years since i was like 10 years old so um yeah it was definitely crazy kind of having that time to slow down but i think for me it kind of opened up some windows for me to just work on surfing and work on myself and mindset and everything that kind of goes into competing. So it was a unique opportunity that I feel like I got to take advantage of to just, you know, work on my surfing and traveling around home and enjoying time with my friends and family. So yeah, I'm honestly... I really enjoyed my time off and I'm super excited to get everything started again, though.
0: You know, a lot of athletes during that time and and, and even still, they kind of compared missing their sport during the pandemic to an injury, if they'd been injured. And I know a couple of years back where you had had a broken leg and had to come back from an injury. And I wondered, did you learn anything from that that you could use during the pandemic time? Did they compare contrast at all?
1: Yeah, I think definitely it was, hard not to be able to compete um and with the broken leg though of course I couldn't surf at all so still now it's amazing that since our sport is done in the ocean it's a safe place for people to go to you know do their sport or get exercise um so I think that is definitely something really special that all surfers get is you know we've had our ocean open this entire time so we've still been able to work on surfing and still work on like progressing. And I know so many of the younger and up and coming girls have really been like pushing the level during this time. Um, Cause we've just been able to surf all day and do nothing else really. So it's been, yeah, it's, it's definitely been still fun that we're able to be in the water, but it definitely has been weird not having competitions and always being in that, state of mind of, you know, looking forward to whenever the next event is.
0: Uh, you were talking earlier about your last year being at this junior level 17 now, and a lot of the articles that you've been quoted in in the past in interviews talk about this balance of competition and schoolwork, right? And you're trying to get ahead of school and make sure you're not behind so you can do the surfing thing. What, what's that challenge been like to kind of balance where you maybe don't have the regular school schedule that others do, but you're also trying to go for this big athletic goal?
1: yeah that definitely has been sort of a challenge all throughout high school um i actually just graduated this semester so the past couple weeks i haven't had any score to Uh, uh, work
0: congratulations that's great
1: yeah thank you but yeah it definitely has been hard and it's always like a learning to balance school with also wanting to work hard with surfing because I feel like both are so important in education, but also wanting to push and kind of make the most out of your young like years as a junior surfer. So um, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was definitely a lot of learning and um, you had to be on your own schedule. So motivating yourself to need to get your schoolwork done on the deadlines and stuff was always challenging for me, but um, Yeah, I would always look at it just like, oh, if I can finish all my schoolwork now, I'll have all the time to surf next week. So just try to get it done as soon as possible so you have more time to surf and be in the water.
0: And then going forward, do you want to try and have that same balance with college or what are your education plans in the future?
1: Yeah, I'm going to start online college pretty soon. And I definitely want a four-year degree down the line whenever that may be um yeah but i'm definitely going to take my time with it and just kind of go one step at a time but always try and keep you know like one foot in the door with education all the time and just kind of keep that going and yeah see where it goes i don't know exactly what i want to do yet but um i'm definitely excited to keep learning and keep going to school
0: your history in surfing is a family one right your dad a surfer got you into it years ago and just reading some of those stories and kind of breaking into surfing in in the San Diego area, uh, you being a woman in the sport, sometimes in certain areas, it can be a very male-dominated sport. What was it like to break into surfing as a kid and and kind of work your way up the ranks?
1: Yeah, my, my dad taught me how to surf when I was really young, and he was always a surfer all throughout life. So it was just kind of an easy thing. We were always at the beach and I was just always in the water when I was younger. So it kind of came natural to want to learn how to surf. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, a, like There was always younger boys when I would be surfing and not a ton of girls. There was, there was definitely a few girls in the water and I feel like those girls pushed me and I'm still competing against those girls nowadays. So it was definitely, um, really cool to have like grow up surfing with guys actually because I feel like they pushed me and I would always want to be better than the boys and be able to show them you know I can do it too it's not like I'm not weak or whatever um but yeah I think that definitely played a big part in a lot of us are like the younger girls you know always having the boys to push us and we always wanted to show them that we could do it too yeah
0: you know it's interesting and and now it's so much better when it comes to gender equity. But if you talk to some older female athletes in other sports, they came up in times where there wasn't a women's league or there wasn't a women's team at their high school and they played, if they wanted to play, they played on the boys team. And while they would have loved their own team, they often talk about how playing against the boys really helped them and made them better. To to your point, they had to prove themselves. So there is an opportunity there, right? When you have that situation where it does kind of maybe bring out a different element in your competition.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's been crazy to watch, you know, to see where women's surfing and women's action sports has gone within the past five or 10 years. Um, Yeah, it's definitely been amazing for us too. Now we have equal pay and that's like a huge thing. Um, But yeah, I think just in these past couple of years, like women's surfing has elevated so much and the girls are Charging as hard as the guys now, and it's it's pretty cool to be a part of, and it definitely pushes me to always, you know, want to do well for women's surfing and sports. So, yeah, it's definitely really exciting to be a part of.
0: Already, even in your young career, you've already uh, signed up with a bunch of different corporate partners, and you look at one of the recent releases, and I think you just re-signed with Rip Curl not too long ago, and it referenced. You've been with them since you're 11 years old which i think is hard for people to kind of wrap their mind around that at that age right you're you're working with a company but it shows potential what i'm wondering is you get into surfing your dad's a surfer i think there's a difference between hey this is a thing we like to do in our family versus oh wow now i'm really good and i and i have potential when when do you realize or when do your parents realize that this is not only a thing you enjoy doing, but it's something that you're very talented at. Is there is there a moment, a contest, something when you're a kid?
1: I think I, I've i always just been a really competitive person with anything I do. I I did tons of sports when I was younger. I did soccer, gymnastics, and surfing, skating, pretty much everything. And I think that I kind of just fell in love with surfing the most um, and kind of took a hold of that when I was probably around 10 years old. That's kind of when I was like, oh, I, I really like this one more than all the other ones. So I started doing that every day. And my parents would just sign me up for little contests around home and stuff. And I always just had so much fun doing it. And yeah, I think it kind of just slowly grew over time into what it is now. And just within the past, probably like three to five years is when I've, kind of thought, you know, this is something that I really want to do and be really good at and hopefully make it into something that I can do as my career.
0: What was there, as you're getting older, right, and you're still young, right, but as you've progressed in this, even in the last couple of years, is there a contest? Is there a specific wave that you rode where it gave you a sense of, I, I can do this at the very highest levels? Like, I maybe I'm not there yet, but like, I'm on this path.
1: Yeah, I think... Um, for me, the USA surfing championships that we had at Lower's trestles, I think it was 2018 or 2019 was the last year, 2019 would have been the last year. And I was in two divisions under 16 and under 18, and I ended up winning both divisions in that contest. And I think that gave me like a huge confidence booster because it's kind of a, a big, contest and the stepping stones of you know going from your junior career to your pro career and yeah i think that contest definitely gave me like a lot of confidence and like you know oh wow like i can compete at the top level of this junior contest with the best um girls in the us so i think that kind of made me really excited too to hopefully do well on the QS. And last year I ended up being two spots away from qualification on the QS. So Mm -hmm. I think that also definitely gave me like a, wow, like you're so close, like you're right there. Imagine if you know, we just keep working hard and keep pushing yourself and, you know, hopefully being able to make it happen soon.
0: (laughs) what's What's the reaction of kind of your friends and people that you grew up with as you've climbed these ranks? Are they very aware of your surf career or they just think you love to surf a lot maybe they're not reading the results kind of like where do they where do they come in on all this
1: yeah I'm not sure I think everyone you know a lot of my friends they know that I I love to surf and they see me you know doing it every day and becoming more successful at it but yeah I think I don't know I'm pretty sure you know, they'd all be so excited if I, if I qualified and all just want to see me do well, which everyone's, all of my friends and family have been so supportive. And yeah, I'm really lucky to have them all around me.
0: Let's, let's talk a little bit kind of the, the mechanics of a, of a competition. And so a lot of times these surf competitions, right? They, they give you a window of dates and, you know, you don't know exactly when you're going to get the best wage or the best um, setup or scenario, however you want to describe it how do you stay mentally ready in in those time windows for when it might be your time to kind of really do your thing?
1: Yeah, I think sort of, I mean, when I compete, I always just try to have fun with it and try and stay focused, but not putting too much pressure on myself to, you know, oh, you need to make, this many rounds do you need to make this many heats or you know the goal is always every girl wants to win the contest when you're there so I think it's just kind of focusing in on the things that you can control and you know showing up and whatever the waves are like you know everyone has to deal with, with the same thing so just try to make most of it and do the best that you can and um yeah I think that's kind of just always been my mindset going into events is just focusing on the things that you can't control and just doing the best that you can with everything.
0: And then I think it's always interesting in any sport that's judged, right? So there's not in swimming, right? You, there's a clearly a clock, you know, in, in basketball, right? You can understand the scoreboard very easily. Most points wins, that sort of thing And this, right. You are, you are trying to impress upon judges, your abilities. What's the, what's the challenge of understanding what not only what you want to do, but also what they want to see.
1: Yeah, I think everyone kind of pays attention to what the judges are looking for. You know, if you've been watching events leading up to it or just even watching like the top pro girls competing on the world's tour and seeing what they're doing to get high scores and, you know, thinking, oh, well, wow, like she got a really high score for doing, a big turn on a a bigger wave or something like that. And kind of just paying attention to what the judges are wanting to see. And then, you know, working on your surfing and trying to always just progress and doing the next big things and that sort of thing. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't really think too much about exactly what the judges are wanting to see. Like during the events, I just go out and try and do my best with, what's in my like repertoire and try and show them everything that I can do and the best that I can do it. So,
0: yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of love digging into like a little bit of the mental aspect of it. So, but you know, it sounds like, in, and you're not the first athlete that kind of just know, knows what they want to do. They're kind of not maybe trying to overthink it, but along those lines, right. Let's, let's talk about as you it's your turn, right? Let's say, you know, you're, you're on your board, you're facing the shoreline, you know, that you're up next. Give me that mental checklist. Like what, what is going through your head? How do how do you progress from I'm here? I want to be standing up. I'm going to do my moves and then finish. How does that roll through your mind?
1: Yeah, I think it's become such a natural thing for me since I, I do it every day and, um, you know, I, personally, I don't get too nervous before contest or when I'm in the water. Maybe I'll get a little bit nervous leading up to the heat, but once I'm in the water, it's just like, oh, I've been here before. I do this every day. Like, just do what you do every day and try and do it the best that you can. Um, yeah, I always try to, you know, not, not put too much pressure on myself and you know, if you think too far down the line of like, oh, I need to do this turn on this wave or whatever, it can be a little bit, it can kind of get to you. So kind of just looking at what's in front of you in the moment and going with the flow of like, okay, whatever this wave does, I'm going to try and match like the energy or, you know, the sections of the wave and just take it as it comes.
0: So you're more kind of I mean, you go into it with a certain plan or or maybe a goal, right? But you also, you're kind of improvising as the whole thing unfolds, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, the ocean is so unpredictable. Yeah. Like, our, our playing field is so much different, I feel like, than other sports because everything's constantly changing and constantly moving and you're never going to have the same wave twice. So, you know, it's always kind of a little bit of, Improvising and having to kind of go with the flow and not being too stuck on, oh, if this doesn't work out, then my whole plan is ruined, sort of a thing for the heat. Because um, I feel like everything's constantly changing and moving and you kind of just have to keep your mind sharp to, you know, go with whatever happens.
0: If you could draw it up perfectly, uh, as far as a competition, what what is the ideal wave for you to do what you want to do? what does it what does it look like what does it feel like
1: oh I would say ideal waves for me I feel like my backhand is stronger um so I'm goofy foot so possibly like a long right point break um yeah with just long rights with easy sections to hit and yeah I'd say that that, that would be like the ideal waves for me in a contest if I could Choose a perfect break.
0: <laughs> I I don't know if it's something you've thought about before, but I'm curious. And you know, as someone who's not uh, it, by any means an expert surfer, probably be classified as a very bad one. But when it is going well, if you think back to the to the times when you've won things or you have succeeded at what you're trying to do, is there a specific sound? Does it does it sound a certain way when you're out there uh, and you know you're and, and you know you're moving through everything that you want to do correctly?
1: Sure, I don't really pay attention to that too much. I would think just the way that it feels like, I can tell when a turn feels good or you know, something felt just right, I guess. <laughs> um, and it'll just feel like exciting and like you've accomplished something, I guess. Um, but yeah, I feel like more so for me, it's like feelings and that sort of a thing when you do something right, yeah.
0: And can you, you know, I'm thinking back to um, having talked with some snowboarders, especially on the half pipe. And, you know, a lot of times in those conversations, they'll get essentially what they would think of as like six hits, right? In a run, you know? And so as they're going up, right, they go up one side and they're trying to land their trick coming down the other side. And they have essentially six of those to try and put down a clean run. Do you, do you break down a wave similarly? Can you think of it that way? Okay, I've got, I've got part one and then I did part two. And not that you're overthinking it, Right but as you're doing it, almost like a checkpoint, like that was good, that was good, that was good. Is that, is that how it progresses at all?
1: Um, sometimes I think you kind of just, yeah, I kind of have, just have to take it like one step at a time and, you know, like dropping into the wave and then making sure you get the first section and then not thinking too far down the line because if you do, you'll get too far ahead of yourself and maybe not be like fully there in that moment um which definitely can like mess you up if you're already thinking about the next turn you're not putting everything into that one turn that you're doing so yeah i think a little bit of just trying to take each like moment as it comes
0: you talked about some of your goals this summer surfing gonna get a huge boost being added to the olympic games right we know that's coming for surfing at the olympic level uh it's very tough to make right there are not a lot of spots to go around I think it's only four four total U.S. athletes, right? Two two men and two women get to go. So uh, it's going to be very competitive. Obviously, it's already been decided for Tokyo. But as you look forward, where, where do the Olympics sit on your kind of things you're chasing list?
1: Yeah, I would love to qualify for the Olympics. I think that would be like a dream come true. It's, you know, the top of any athlete's list, I think, for any sport. You know, if you make the Olympics, it's like, the highest level, um, because you're against the whole entire world. So yeah, I think that would be absolutely amazing. And I definitely have that as a goal, farther in the future, whenever that may be. Um, But yeah, I would say that that's definitely something that I will be looking forward to in the future.
0: And in in general, uh, you know, you couldn't have come along at a better time for women's surfing, right? We've talked about all the opportunities you hit on them, it's now in the Olympics. It's in the biggest sporting event possible. There's only more and more competitions. Does that dawn on you at all? Right? You you know the timing is great right now. You're you're in a great spot to be a women's professional surfer as you as you progress. Um, just seems like it's a great opportunity going forward, and sounds like one that you're excited to try and take advantage of.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think right now is you know an amazing time to be a part of women's action sports and. Especially women surfing, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited, and I think there's so many amazing opportunities for women surfing right now, and just trying to take full advantage of everything, all the opportunities that it throws at me, and yeah, just keep on trying to get better and progressing and keeping up with you know this whole next generation of girls. They've been pushing the level so much, and yeah it's just it's really exciting to be a part of and I think it it pushes me so much like I I wouldn't be where I am today without the other girls my age and the older girls pushing you know the level it's it's really amazing to be a part of
0: is is there an older uh women's professional surfer that you kind of model your career after or someone you just really look up to and like
1: yeah I think a lot pretty much all of the girls that are on the world tour i look up to, and I've just seen how, you know, they've paved their career all in their different ways, and um, yeah, it's pretty amazing to, you know, have watched them since they were, since I was young, and, you know, they were my age, and see them where they are now, it's pretty amazing, and I think it, it just makes me excited to, you know, want to keep working hard, and working, keep working harder and towards all my goals.
0: What's, what's the biggest misconception or thing people don't understand about surfers?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's a hard one.
0: <laughs> Cause like there is this general, I think people generally think surfers are super laid back. They're chill. They're not really care about much, but then you talk to any pro surfer and they care deeply about their sport and they want to succeed at it. So, you know, I, I wonder if you ever got a sense of that vibe or there was something else that you thought like, People outside the surf world, they don't really understand what you know what we're really about or what we're trying to do.
1: Yeah, that actually totally makes sense. How yeah, I feel like surfers definitely have that more laid back, sort of like, oh, we do a surf and go to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) You know, spend our days just at the beach all day, which obviously we put tons of time in the water. And we also spend a lot of time working outside of the water on like mindset and going to school and, you know, going to the gym and just always trying to do something to help us get to our goals. Um, I would say surfers, especially the surfers on the world tour and all these upcoming juniors, you know, I see everyone working so hard, you know, putting so many hours into surfing and doing video review and working with your coaches and working out at the gym and doing mindset training like pretty much anything and nutrition and all of that so i feel like there's a lot that plays into our sport that people don't really see from the outside
0: and then just kind of winding down here but how do you kind of describe surf culture it seems like it's a large community but also a close-knit community and i see videos shared on social media right there from countries from all over athletes from different countries all seem to know each other it's, it, it does seem that kind of big, big world, small world. Do you kind of get that sense? How would you describe it?
1: Yeah, I think surfing community is growing a lot, especially now since COVID, you know, everyone's learning how to surf. And I think it, it really does like bring people together, but um, yeah, I've made so many amazing life, like that are going to be lifelong friends from all over the world that I would have never met if I didn't do this sport. So yeah, it is pretty crazy how it, it does bring a lot of people together. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty fun to see, you know, how many people I've met from all over the world, because I've been able to travel for this sport. And um, yeah, I've made some amazing friends and met amazing people like all along the way.
0: Outside of a home beach in California is is there your favorite all time spot you've ever served somewhere else?
1: I, my favorite spot that I've surfed is probably Macaroni's in Indonesia. It's a, it's like a long left point break. That's just amazing for, you know, working on high performance surfing.
0: Good stuff. Okay. Well, we end every one of these with our three what's good questions and uh, we'll ask these two, Alyssa Spencer now. So uh, first up, what's, what's something you've done just for yourself lately?
1: I've been taking time to journal every day and kind of reflecting on things that I'm grateful for and, you know, bringing myself back to just, yeah, things I guess that I'm grateful for and just taking a little bit of time to reflect on the good things in life.
0: And has that been beneficial? You feeling good about that?
1: Yeah, it's definitely helped a lot, I think. And, you know, just makes you appreciate a lot of the little things around you that sometimes if you don't slow down and take the time to, realize. Um, So yeah, I think it's definitely been a really good thing. Uh,
0: What's something you've done for someone else recently?
1: I, I'm always a big person who's really big on love and kindness, and always, you know, trying to be nice to people and going out of your way to say hi to someone or have a conversation. And um, yeah, I think those are things that I, I do a lot. But I think the last big thing that i've done for someone or gone out of my way to do for someone was um it back in the summer i started donations to a food bank in my community there was a elementary school that was helping um uh, less fortunate families and just people who were you know had lost jobs and had families that needed to be fed and weren't making ends meet with making enough money um they were like having people bring groceries so they could give groceries to um, families every week. So I was going on social media and, you know, asking whoever wanted to donate could donate and I would go out and go shopping with that money and drop it off at the food bank every week. And there were so many generous people who gave a lot to it. And it was just, it was really cool and just like a really great experience to see how many people, you know are in need that you don't even know, like in your community. Um, and it was, yeah, it was such an awesome experience and I'm hoping to, you know, maybe start something like it again this summer, but um, yeah, that was the last thing that I did.
0: Yeah. That's great. Like, you know, whether it's a pandemic or not, there's always people that can use that sort of help. So that, so that sounds like a really great initiative.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: And, and then last uh, you know, when you want to kind of unplug from surfing and training and all of that stuff, what, what do you turn to that makes you laugh?
1: I think just spending time with my my family, you know, whether it's watching a funny movie or playing a board game or just sitting down at dinner, you know, um, I feel like they always make me happy and can make me laugh and, you know, turn the day around. So um, that's what I kind of have been focusing on when unplugging from my sport and just taking the time to spend with friends and family.
0: Excellent. Well, Alyssa Spencer, appreciate you uh, joining us here and best of luck qualifying and everything else coming down the road for you.
1: Thank you.